Owning a small business can be overwhelming. How can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. There's so many places to reach customers. Email, text messages, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, live events. The list goes on. How are you, as the business owner, expected to own all of those channels? That's where Constant Contact comes in to help. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. I use this to grow my email list, and you should too. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome back. Behind the Lines, Week 17 here at Scores and Odds in conjunction with Roto-Grinders, as always, at DudeManPod, Ryan Reed, Going to be giving us his favorite picks as far as Week 17. Ryan, I believe uh, par. We hit par last week. As far as uh, we got to, you know, we got to keep the uh, the record public. Been been solid all season long, and I don't think you faltered, right? We didn't falter just yet. No, not at all. Seven and seven, so we lost some juice, but uh, we're still 133.96. It's 58 percent. Close it out. We got two more weeks left. Let's make sure we don't give it back. Very first game we're going to talk about. this is a football game, I'm told. The Cowboys are at the Titans. Uh, the Titans are getting 14 points at home. Uh, we're looking at a total of 40 and a half. Uh, a team total, my UCF math tells me that team total is less than 14. I believe it's 13 and change. Of course, Tennessee, they have their eyes on week 18, which uh, that, that game matters to them so much more. They're essentially punting this one. No Derrick Henry. Uh, Joshua Dobbs, who's completed, I believe, 10 passes. In the last maybe four or five calendar years, will be the starting quarterback for Tennessee. Yeah, what's our what's our take here? It's not going to be fun. Don't watch this one. Well, yeah, the game I'm not interested in, but I'm interested in Zeke with Pollard out. I know you said pre-show that Tennessee has a good run defense for what it's worth, and I agree with that. But can we say that Dobbs might be equally bad? And if he doesn't keep the <laughs> offense on the field, these guys are going to get tired. Zeke could hit. Right now, I don't I don't understand why. Our parlay IQ says that he has a 70% chance of clipping the 71 and a half, but this line has actually just dropped to 63 and a half recently on FanDuel, which is still about five, six yards lower than everybody else. If you want, you could middle the over 63 and a half and the under 69 and a half and just shoot that and lose 10% juice if you don't hit. 
middle it and you hit twice as much. I always love that option. I'm just going to take the Zeke over 63 and a half here. There's, there's almost no way this guy doesn't get it. Yeah, I know he only averages four yards a carry. He gets about 15 carries. There is one other option on that team for a running back, and it's Malik Davis. I'm going to middle him. He doesn't really do it for me. He doesn't really get more than 40 yards. I mean, he's had like 10 carries for 38, and he's had like six carries for 30. It depends on what day it is. You can get him at over 31 and a half and under 36 and a half at the minus 110. I'm middling that guy, and I'm playing Zeke over 63 and a half. That's all I got for this game. Yeah, just curious about the split as far as how they're going to delegate that with Zeke. If Davis gets the, the power role, uh, Pollard role, that seems like probably a little bit too much, but it also this game might get out of hand. Uh, for what it's worth, uh, Chief and Chief Meteorologist, no. Uh, well, we should say weather-wise, just across the board, weather, like not an issue this week, which is nice, uh, at least as we're recording this on a Thursday afternoon. But uh, Derek Hardy, the Blitz, uh, it has Zeke well over that number. It's really, really supporting your thought is, process. Is it in right? the 80s? It's 90. Yeah. All right. That's a a huge projection number. Uh, And then, you know, there's some fragility in it. This this might change, obviously. And with when news flow comes in, maybe something comes out as far as uh, the distribution. But yeah, it it feels like a really, really strong bet. Uh, We shall move on. We talked about it, by the way, briefly before the show. Next week, we might do just like a player props thing. You know, how week 18 is going to be. You think week 17 is nuts? 18 is going to be even goofier where like no teams are playing for anything essentially. Well, a few, but for the most part, it's going to be a big mixed bag of nonsense. Um, yeah. Well, well, stay tuned for that. We might have some player props talking about as far as week 18 next game for us to talk about or week 17 on the docket, Carolina, the Panthers at the bucks bucks are three point favorites here. 40 and a half is the total. What's our lean? All the way to week 17 for me to figure out that the Buccaneers acronym stands for Tom Brady is bad. So TBB is on the way. I'm just going to bet against this guy the rest of the way. We talked about Arizona at home. Can't win a game. They were getting eight points. They'll end up losing by three. Tampa Bay is not good. I'm going to stick with that. Carolina's looking better with Darnold. So this was just a match made in heaven for the Rams in Carolina. Both teams get better. I'm sure it's short term, but either way. Uh, I'm going to take Carolina on the road with everything to play for. Whoever wins this game most likely wins this division. So what do you think about that? Yeah, uh, that, that's kind of where we're at. Seven, eight bucks, six and nine Panthers. I know we've been talking about this one. You have a Carolina Panthers to win the division ticket at what? 25 to one or something like that. 24, Dean. 24. 24 yeah, good luck to and you. I'm still not betting on, on Tom Brady is bad. I'm just going to ride that out. If it dies, it dies. Yeah, I, this is another one, by the way. I don't think I want to watch this game. Uh, oh, a third game I don't think I want to watch. Man, I'm, I'm going to be all over that red zone. Hopefully there's some good games we can find in red zone. Cleveland is in Washington. 40 and a half is the total. Washington, a slight favorite here. One and a half point favorite. The Commanders over the Browns. Uh, we are expecting Carson Wentz to be the quarterback this week for Washington. Um, yeah, Gibson, questionable up in the air. As of right now, he's got a couple body parts they're monitoring. Thoughts as far as the Browns and the Commanders? You know, Wentz being back isn't exactly exciting, but, I mean, as long as he doesn't make – well, he does make the mistakes. That's the problem. He slings it and throws those interceptions. Um, I'm just going to take Washington at home against Cleveland. Cleveland's eliminated from the season. I'm sure they want to get Deshaun Watson some work. Uh, They want to make sure he gets some cohesiveness with the offense. But either way – Washington's got a good defense. They're at home. They have everything to play for. They're sort of in a three-way scramble here with who the New York Giants and one other team for this 
last some playoff positioning here. So I'm taking Washington at home. I believe I got this at minus one and a half. I still see it right there. FanDuel minus 112. I'll take that. I like that one as well. Yeah, Washington still has a, a puncher's chance. If you look at 538, if you trust their math, 29% chance to make the playoffs. Like you said, Cleveland already eliminated. Uh, New Orleans and Philadelphia. Philadelphia is six and a half point favorite. 42 and a half is the total for what it's worth on a Thursday afternoon. Jalen Hurts did practice, or I think it was a limited practice. Uh, I don't know if he's going to play, but Minshew like, looked mostly competent last week outside of a couple of turnovers, so negative turnover variance. And by the way, Philadelphia, well, they got a raw deal if you had Philly last week. I felt really good about that number, and Dallas, you know, uh, kind of, I don't want to say backdoored them, but they ended up covering it the last second, right? But uh, Philly, Philly versus New Orleans, where are you on this one? I think that last week's game comes down to all those plays. Once we got into the end of that game, I think all the defenses were just on the field and it was a back and forth shootout. Uh, moving on quickly here, the Saints, I don't like their offense, their defenses, but it's been propping them up on the entire year. Um, I don't really want to play an over under here. Philadelphia did look serviceable with Minshew and they may still score points. They have a good solid offense and defense. I went ahead and chopped the hook off of this spread. I saw that it opened up minus five and a half. It's crossed over to six and a half. It'll probably move to the seven. I paid three cents extra minus uh, minus six at minus 115 on Circa. And that was my play in this game. Philadelphia minus six. All right. The Cardinals, they're getting Colton McCoy back. Get excited. It's a distinct upgrade, to be fair. Uh, they're getting three points in the Dome at Atlanta. Two teams eliminated. Two teams you know, already looking forward to next season. Desmond Ritter. For Atlanta, theoretically, the quarterback in the future there. Not that McCoy is for Arizona. Of course, they have um, lost their quarterback this season. But 42.5 is the total. Atlanta, three-point favorite. We got a, we have a side here we like? No interest, no plays. I mean, do you have anything you want to bring in this game props-wise or something you saw? Um, No. Uh, <laughs> not really. I just thought, like, you know, we saw last week with the dude from uh, from Penn State. I can't remember the guy's name. Um, McSorley. Yeah, 10 targets to uh, to Hopkins was like one catch for five yards. Just could not get the job done. They did pepper the the slot uh, last week with Dortch. I'm, I want to monitor that. Uh, I'm curious how that's going to go down because the interesting thing that happened in this game was that Marquise Brown uh, was coming back from injury and also like allegedly there was some sort of pot, like kind of a half suspension because he was he had a cell phone out in a team meeting and he was punished for that apparently. Um, he was I taking notes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure that's what he's doing. Uh, yeah, but this is another game. It's just you know these they're professionally paid to play out the string, and they're playing out the string, and that's what we're gonna do. If you're gonna force me to pick, I would take Atlanta, I guess, but I don't love anything here. Uh, for what it's worth, I see that Britt has a prop up in this, and it's sort of along the same lines that you said about McSorley focusing in on Hopkins. He said that we're getting Ritter to Drake London. I'm not personally on this bet, but there is a bet for this game if anybody was interested. Atlanta loves to run the ball, but when they throw the ball, uh, Drake London has a huge target share. Uh, but, like, they're not throwing the ball 35 times. So, yeah, London is the one guy that's pretty interesting from a DFS perspective, too. But that's not what this show is about. Um, all right, the Jags. The Jags are playing the Texans. The Jags, uh, Coach Peterson came out and said that this game matters, and it, it appears they're going to be playing their players. Uh, you know, it all comes down the next week versus Tennessee as far as who advances, but there is also an outside chance, I think. Uh, I'm not the math guy, but I think a 5 or 6% chance they can win this game and lose next week and they can still kind of move on in theory. So they're going to play it straight up, long, long and short, at the Texans. Uh, the Jags are laying four versus Houston. 
uh, where you at as far as that one. By the way, I want to bet the Jaguars against Tennessee next week already. We're going to get in line for that. I love, love the Jaguars Tennessee. But love go ahead. It. Also, just to mention, uh, over the last two weeks, the Jags have gone from like 100 to 1 to 60 to 1 to now 30 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. So these odds are dropping fast. I, I believe they are going to make it. Um, I like this team. I do not believe in the Texans. I know the Texans have been covering the last couple of weeks. One of those games was necessarily not a great performance by Dallas. Um, I'll keep this short. I like the Jags. I think they win. I don't want to take the minus four, and I'm not super in love with the total right now either. So guess what that means, Dean? Teaser time? Oh, let's tease it. Let's do it. Teaser time. I'm going to take Jacksonville and under 49 and a half. You can get that at plus 120 on bet 365. Have, have you hit any of your uh, tie ties? Is that coming to fruition of late? I know you like to talk about those on occasion. Anything coming to play of late? Or I, haven't, I haven't hit one since the New York Giants-Washington um, Commanders game, but that, they're 100 to 1, so that covers you for a good third of the season. I've hit, I've hit a couple of them this year. Bears, Lions, biggest total on the board this week. I believe it's the biggest one. I know it is at least in the main slate as far as Sunday. Maybe Cincinnati's higher. I'm not really certain as far as that Bills Cincinnati game. We'll talk about that in a second. 52 and a half. Lions are favored heavily here versus Chicago, in division rival. Six-point favorite versus the Bears. Of course, Detroit still playing for something. Chicago, not so much unless you count Justin Fields trying to get his uh, rushing record. Not even certain if he's going to play. I think he's going to play, but just stay tuned on that. Chicago versus Detroit. I don't want any parts of this game. Do you? I think, uh, I, I mean, mean Detroit, Detroit, Detroit's been rolling, but uh, yeah, they're still Detroit. The weird thing know. is that Detroit's rush defense was very good for a chunk of the season, like the last month, as opposed to last week. Yeah. Where Carolina ran all over them, just dashed them all. Just <laughs> Did they get 400 and something? It was a huge number, but everybody in Carolina just like, and, and it's just, and that's what Carolina does. They're a good offensive line. You know, that, that's they're not going to pass the ball, really. And Chicago, that's what they're going to want to do. I don't know if they're going to be as successful, but that's theoretically their receiving core is horrendous. Um, I mean, I, I can sum this up for me quickly. Uh, the 52 is too high to trust the Bears to help you get there. I don't want to, like, have to bank on Detroit putting up 35 to 40 points. And – the six feels like too much. I'd rather have him at a field goal. I, I just, Throw him in your you teaser. Never know. Like, you just, all you need is Detroit to win. Throw him in your teaser. It's Detroit. I don't want to. Just don't this trust is the new. This is the new Detroit. This is not your, your friend of three years ago's Detroit. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe I'm missing the equity on jumping on Detroit early. We, we've made some money on Detroit this year. I think it's time that I can just safely watch that game. Patriots are home versus the Dolphins. Dolphins go into the cold uh, not going to be completely horrendous outside of being cold, far as I understand. Uh, New England laying two and a half versus Miami. Of course, uh, no Tua. We're, uh, Tua's not going to be playing this week. It's going to be Teddy Bridgewater. 41 and a half is the total. Uh, the Dolphins getting two and a half. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, 
thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's Arlene? Uh, This is a double banger here. You see that it opened up Patriots plus two and a half. Then the two news comes out with the concussion protocol. Uh, yeah, we definitely know it's Teddy Two Gloves. What do we know about Teddy Two Gloves? He wasn't the problem in Denver. That's what we know. However, <laughs> he, he didn't make the problems in Denver look any better, and he's bad everywhere he goes. So you're going to put me Teddy Two Gloves in the cold against Belichick and the Patriots. These teams will be tied if the Patriots can win this, and they will flip. Who's going to make and miss the playoffs? This is going to be an interesting race here at the end with these teams in the AFC. I believe, what, Pittsburgh is still alive here also? Uh, long and short of it is a chance. I'm taking, I'm taking the Patriots. I know the chances are slim, but they're still alive. Uh, I'm taking the Patriots minus 2.5, and, and I'm going to take the under 41.5. I expect the Patriots to slow the game down, stop the Dolphins from scoring, which is also going to be Teddy Two Gloves helping them do that and they're going to win a a nice close game. It's going to be low scoring by a field goal. This could be a tie-tie spot, by the way, not to to encroach on your territory. I'm going to make a note. I actually didn't think about that here, but this is a great tie-tie spot. Feels like a tie-tie spot. I was saying 3% for Pittsburgh. I'm not sure if you caught that. Technically, again, this is 538. 20% chance for New England. Obviously, they have to win this game. Miami, you know, hot start. They've been dipping. 60% chance. To make the playoffs, obviously Pitt- cannot Pittsburgh's win. Pittsburgh's live to win this week is where I'm coming from on that angle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Denver. Speaking of Teddy, two gloves. Is that? A, a, did you give him that nickname? But somebody else give. Does he wear two gloves? I guess he does he, wear two gloves. Right? He he started wearing two gloves. I don't know when he went to Minnesota and they were still out. I don't know. It, it was is a while ago. Is that his thing, or am I thinking of somebody else with small hands? Not no, so. I don't think it was small hands. Was it small hands? Either way, I, I think, think it's someone else with the small hands. I think Goff's the guy with the small hands, if I'm not mistaken. Like De- I heard him at this pro day or something. Denver, the Broncos, only 12 and a half point dogs at Kansas City. Um, but the, the line did open at 10 and it jumped up to what 13 and a half. Now it's down to 12 and a half. It's settling. Who's betting Denver? 44 no. and a half is the total, and Kansas City's laying 12 and a half. And I know you've, you know, d- doing the show a month plus, you always talk about Kansas City not being like not knocking out opponents at home. But now it's the Broncos. They're going to knock them out? They will not cover this spread, probably. So here's the thing. Just look at the under. That's my lean. I don't want to bet this game. Uh, the, the Broncos are just bad. You never know what's going to happen. Somehow L.A. put up 50-some points on them last week. This was ridiculous. Oh, oh man. Per, per NFL rules, if the, the L.A. Rams in 2022 score 50 points on you, must fire your coach. So Hackett was fired. Then They were fine with that. The organization was like, oh, yeah, I guess so. 
Sure. Too too much turmoil. I mean, normally I would think we would go with the under if the Broncos still had anything to play for, but this is a garbage game. I want to pass. Colts, Giants, speaking of garbage games, uh, Giants are five and a half point favorites this, this, this week versus the Colts. 38 and a half is the total. Not a huge number there. Um, yeah, we, uh, we got the Colts on the road playing out the string. Jeff Saturday on a Sunday, uh, we have confirmed, I believe, that uh, he's running out the same quarterback. Yeah, Nick Nick Foles is getting another shot. Did not look good his first game. Where's Arlene? I like that they're going to run out Nick Foles again, and I think that sets up very nicely for the Giants, who have absolutely everything to play for. Saquon Barkley in the comeback player of the year. Giants minus five and a half minus 110 i got that at win bet but i see that it's kind of widely available caesars some other places jets seahawks uh long con revenge game for geno smith uh getting one and a half points at home 41 and a half is the total feels like this is a pretty good defensive game yeah the total sort of suggests that uh we're expecting well nothing certain but i I think that the lean is that lockett's probably back this week nothing Certain on that, but uh, yeah, Jets, Seahawks, Geno Smith, does he get his revenge? You know, I don't think anybody in this game is getting revenge on anyone. Uh, these, <laughs> these, the, the total looks really close, like betting wise, there's no movement, everything looks really even. I don't like this game overall. I don't want to take the Jets on the road in the West Coast, I don't really believe in the Seahawks at this point either. But this is another tie tie, yeah. So that's the only thing I had written down on this one. Moving on. Yeah, two teams that are they're going to try. They're both uh, – the chances aren't great, but both still have a shot to make the playoffs for what it's worth. Yes. Uh, the Raiders don't have any chance of making the play- playoffs. That Derek Carr is no longer. He's been replaced. He's benched for the rest of the season. Nine-and-a-half point dog at home this week for San Francisco. 41-and-a-half is the total. Uh, not a huge number, especially when you consider it's in a dome. San Fran has got a minuscule chance, a minuscule chance to get a first round by unlikely uh, thoughts as far as, uh, man, it's the Stidham. It's Stidham season in theory for the, not at least for a game or two for the Raiders. You know what it is? It's I don't want to play my number one quarterback because I don't want to make excuses as to why I get my ass kicked this weekend by San Francisco. <laughs> I think that's what's happening. Yeah, I think that's what's happening. So I think San Francisco wins out regardless. Uh, I think Shanahan is a pretty good bet to have coach of the year at this point. Um, I've already got a little taste of Purdy to be the offensive rookie of the year just because he was way too long on the odds. But I love the San Francisco team. I love the uh, last two games against weak opponents. I definitely think they're closing this out with two wins. I do not. I do not like the minus nine and a half on the road in Vegas. So guess what time it is, Dean? Second one of the day. But we're going to have a um, a teaser. It is teaser time. So we're going to beat San Francisco down to minus three, and we're going to beat the total down to an over 37. That was wait, wait. minus minus 107 at bet 365. I thought Sirianni was in the running for head coach or maybe Daybold. Is that what are, they, what are the current odds? You're just kind of willing that one into existence as far as Shanahan. I'm not willing it into existence. Uh, obviously, I've been on the San Francisco train here. So Sirianni is still minus 175 roughly. But in the last 7 to 14 days, Shanahan's gone from 40 to 1 to, to 2 to 1. Whoa. What do you have your ticket at? You remember? Uh, 40 to 1. Look at that. Look at you. You get getting the smart money in there. 
Yeah. Head season or not so much? Oh, I sold that puppy on prop swap already. As soon as we got down to two to one, that's too, <laughs> that's too much equity, man. I sold a lot of tickets and I've only had to pay a couple, like 1%. Vikings, Packers, uh, Packers laying the three versus Minnesota, which again speaks to what frauds Minnesota happens to be. Uh, with their record, they're still getting three on the road at Green Bay. 48 and a half is the total. Uh, is, you know, Vikings already in, you know, locked in to the playoffs. Uh, I believe they've, yeah, they've won the division already as well. Green Bay fighting for their lives. I, I'm sure Minnesota would love to knock Green Bay out, but, uh, you know, Green Bay theoretically more to play for here. Does Minnesota have a chance? Yeah, 2% chance to make a first round buy. Like, highly, highly, highly. You need some goofiness for them to, you know, advance for the first round buy, get that one seed. But, yeah, Minnesota in Green Bay. Thoughts? Green Bay wins at home in Lambeau. Steady end of December sort of Aaron Rodgers-esque career end here. Uh, I think Green Bay somehow backdoors the playoffs. Is that That's totally plausible here. Yeah, I mean, I think they're they fighting for it. They're, they're going to win these games. Uh, so that long and short of it is I've taken the Packers minus three here. Uh, back to Minnesota being frauds. They just they win and lose too many games by one possession or fewer than three points. This is going to be an area where I believe like the, the defense on the Packers is w- much better. And if the offenses are anywhere near the same, then we're going to get Lambeau weather, cold, Cousins on the road. It's just Aaron Rodgers is just going to win spite of that haircut. <laughs> it's also 425. Like the Cousins, that's like bedtime for him, isn't it? It's a little too late for Kirk Cousins. Too close to prime time for sure. Yeah, they, they got Detroit, but for what it's worth, uh, Green Bay next week. Uh, they got to win out, obviously. The Rams, the Rams at the Chargers, uh, horrendous season for the Rams, you know, hitting the sim button. They are six and a half point dogs, getting six and a half at the Chargers. 42 and a half is the total. What do we got? This is a pass for me. Uh, the Chargers have already locked in the wild card. The Rams are already going home. The Chargers were eight point favorites. It's It's been bet down to the a minus six and a half. Why is all the, I, don't, I just don't want to play with this game. I don't want to trust the Rams to cover. I don't want to pay the Chargers to cover either. Yeah. And the Chargers, like I haven't gone through every single game, but it feels like every game is decided by a touchdown. So it's tricky because, you know, uh, six and a half, it's hard to lay six and a half when they don't win more than six and a half. Well, I'm still not going to believe in Baker either. Just two games, two games. No. And one of those games being a 50 spot, they're going to be in love with Baker for the next six months. Last two games, first one, Sunday nighter. Uh, Pittsburgh, the aforementioned Pittsburgh Steelers are getting two and a half at Baltimore. Uh, 35 and a half is a total. It's looking not great for Lamar to play. I believe he did not practice again on a Thursday. Um, just for what for what is that is worth. It feels like like an open six and a half now down to two and a half. It feels like the, the line is telling us Lamar is not going to play. You tell me. Um yeah, I agree. I saw some uh, some wagers coming in on the under. I was looking at the report this morning. He did not practice today. Never a good sign when you don't practice on Thursday. They're locked into a playoff spot. They're not going to have to give that up. But I, with Huntley and the Steelers still having a slim chance at making the playoffs, I think the Steelers are live to actually win this game on the road if anybody wants to dabble with that. But we've been taking the Steelers unders pretty consistently here week in, week out. And that's the only thing I saw. I actually grabbed the 36 at minus 120 before this thing started to move. So if you could still grab that, I would do it. That was my play in this game. Yeah, I hate the number, but I was going to say I kind of like the under here. This this game definitely has like a 
you know, to 16, nine, yeah. 10 kind of feel for it. Something like, what did you give it? 20 to six? 20, 20 to 16, I thought was kind of a ceiling. So I was all yeah. right taking the under. Game of the week. Uh, a lot of fun here. Buffalo in Cincinnati. 49 and a half is the total. Bengals at home getting four and a half here versus Buffalo. Buffalo still fully incentivized. They want to get that number one uh, seed in the East. Um, AFC in the East. Uh, yeah, Bengals theoretically have a shot at that as well. So both teams are motivated. Should be uh, the game of the week. I think it should be the game of the week. What are your, what are your thoughts on gambling-wise? This will be the first playoff game of the year. Uh, I love the Bengals. We've been riding uh, the Bengals against the spread and the Bengals under every week, pretty much all season. I'm not going to touch the spread, even though it's close. I'm not really sure who wins this game. Both teams do need to win this game. And if Cincinnati wins, they could definitely overthrow the Bills and start to take some leverage away from them for possibly getting the one. I know there's someone else up there, too, the Chiefs, I believe. Um, yeah. I really like this under. I think 50 points is too much. This is going to be a close, tight game. I think we definitely stay under the 50 marker. I'm, I'm under the 49 and a half right now. I'm no like offensive lineman, savant or whatever, but Collins being out, I think, is a sneaky big deal for Cincinnati. He, uh, he tore his ACL and tore his MCL. Um, you know, Burrow takes enough sacks as is, and I believe he's their best offensive lineman. Uh, him missing this game, missing the rest of the season, is a hit to the Bengals for sure. Uh, just sort of throwing that one out into the ether. Do with that what you will. Uh, favorite bet? Favorite bet this week? What do you got? What's standing out? That's all 16. Oh, well, as of right now, the you favorite like bet. I do. I do really like Zeke. And that 63 and a half is way too low. So it that's the favorite bet for today. Uh, the favorite bet over the weekend is I'm just going to ride – San Francisco all the way into the sunset. So if you want to take the uh, San Francisco minus three and the over on that one, I think that's pretty good, even on the road in Vegas. Ryan, tell the people where they can find you on the old interwebs and, uh, you know, where they can get to food you're eating on a particular night on your Instagram and all the good stuff. At DudeManPA, you can find that handle everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, all over the board. You can find my bets over at Scores and Odds. I got plenty of things up today, NHL, NBA. Going to put some first baskets up here right after the show, but I got to make sure I write down the Zeke article first. I got to pick your brain and how you, you're talking about the first guy to score, first basket in oh, a game. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you have an edge in that market? I have questions. We can talk <laughs> after the show, but 100%. Sign up right, for yeah. scores and odds and go read the explanations. Yeah. Not just Ryan, but a pile of experts uh, chime in on that. I chime in on occasion as well. Um, all the sports, not just football, all the sports are in there. You can get them all. Uh, for one price, scoresandodds.com. That is Ryan Reed at Dude Man Pod. I'm Dean at DFS underscore, underscore Albanac. This was Behind the Lines, Week 17 at Scores and Odds in conjunction with Roto Grinders. For producer Devin, for Ryan, for myself, appreciate y'all watching. Go win something. We're out of here. Holler!